0: Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And this week we're covering Season 4, Episode 5, entitled Internment, uh, because everybody's stuck in this freaking sick ward, man. 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 Like a sick ward on speed, man. Sure is. Sure is. Sure as
1: hell was, actually. It's It's like a
0: Herschel on speed. He was all over the place this week. He
1: was. He needed that trucker speed.
0: Yeah. Stay up
1: for five Days straight.
0: <laughs> uh, is there anything that we need to talk about before we get right into the recap?
1: I don't think so.
0: Good. Good. It's a week without anything up front. Then let's do it. Do it. We start off this week with Rick driving back to the prison while he's kind of thinking about his decision uh, to banish Carol from the group.
1: Pretty artsy-fartsy by Walking Dead standards.
0: Very good. Yeah, with the zombie in the road, and you can imagine, like... That could be Carol here pretty soon, right? You had the gra you had, yeah. You had the grainy leave footage and the mm-hmm. the closing up of
1: uh
0: Rick and the Yeah, the leaves the... like it was implied that, that was trailing behind the car, right? Right. I like that a lot. Yeah, winter's coming. The harsh Georgia winter.
1: It is. Uh, Better get the snowmobiles <laughs> it, out. <laughs> is, <laughs> is this the first confirmed dog sighting we've seen in the Walking Dead universe? I feel oh, like it is. It might be, yeah. We were just talking about you know, where are the dogs and everything? Well, we had two dogs mm-hmm. worrying this poor zombie. So this is the first time I've actually seen a zombie like thinking, you know, like feeling sorry for itself. It's I was like, ah, oh, goddammit. damn it. I'm getting eaten by dogs. I'm getting eaten. I'm getting eaten by warm blood. This ain't
0: right. Irony. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know. That, that was kind of cool. Uh, so then we go back to Herschel, Glenn, and Sasha who uh, intubate Henry. That's yeah. his name. Yeah. During what is... Kind of a small council meeting. I don't know. There's only three of them. I think Herschel's joking
1: there. They're because... trying to ram through Spaghetti Tuesdays as an outrage, <laughs> yeah. on Wednesday, no less. I know, right?
0: It's uh, unorthodox, for We're sure. We're halfway but... to a
1: Alanis Morissette song with this shit. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> All we need is a knife. Man, being uh... <laughs> intubated, intubated without any anesthetic is yeah. gotta be rough. I wouldn't want to try Imagine it. someone shoving a shoehorn down your throat and then... Oh.
0: Some kind of, like, Roto-Rooter. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be rough. That would be. Uh, yeah, so they do Spaghetti Tuesdays, and then him and uh, Glenn leave Sasha behind to take care of Henry while they go do some other stuff, which we'll find out about later. Um, And here we get kind of the first glimpse of Herschel's dedication to this, yeah. because um, Glenn says, how long is that going to keep him alive? Or, yeah, I think it was Glenn, not yeah. Sasha. And then um, Herschel says, just as long as we're willing to do it, and yep. as long as it takes. So Herschel is willing to stay there until the last person is dead, or he is dead. And you gotta say, something pretty consistent
1: about his character. He's a man that values life. Yeah. You, you know, sometimes
0: misguidedly so, but it's not like it's an inconsistent character trait with him. Sure. No, I mean, he's been like that since we've known him. Yep. So, good stuff. Uh, so during his rounds with Glenn, Herschel finds uh, Mr. Jenkins dead from the infection in his cell. Uh, with the door open, right? With right. the door open. Uh, so him and Glenn load uh, Mr. Jenkins onto a gurney and start to roll him outside, and Lizzie shows up, and then he tells her, go away, get my book. Yeah. You're go annoying. away, you pesty, body. crazy little girl. <laughs>
1: um, that We can't say enough about the fact that You know, it was already unbelievable that they didn't have any plan for people to return from the dead before the super flu hit. Uh Uh-huh. But you're in the middle of the super flu, and you're letting people die with the doors open. Yep. And, you know, it takes Dr. S showing you his bloody eyes before he even (laughs) is halfway taken serious. It's pretty crazy. Um, I will say that Herschel with that little fluorescent lantern, Mm -hmm. that was really cool and evocative. It's like... uh, you see those paintings of like Sharon or whoever the roman version of the guy who like you know d- drove the boat of the dead um mm-hmm. and he's always got like these this lamp that he's going through this gloomy pitch black guiding dead souls to hades huh uh, okay. i felt
0: the,
1: i felt that was the, a deliberate choice because of the role Herschel had here as you know guide to the to to the underworld
0: yeah yeah i mean he's trying to keep them out but you know when they got to go <laughs> Yeah. But, Herschel takes him there. He takes him into another room and then takes him there. He does. He does.
1: Uh, but and, and, and I gotta get so I'll give Lizzie enough shit for one for one person to bear. Okay. But I gotta give her props. She's the only fucking person I've seen cover her mouth when she coughs.
0: <laughs> all right. And not just with her hand, she Good did enough. the full
1: she did the full sleeve
0: cover. Yeah. Yeah, just really get it all. So there's that. Kudos. I mean, that's about the only time she's ever gonna get any from me, so uh, so Glenn what? goes, uh, into the room with Herschel and Mr. Jenkins and he kills him. And then, uh, we find out that Herschel hasn't actually had to kill any of these, uh, turning people yet. The, the people who've died from the infection, it's been all Glenn and Sasha. Uh, so that, that I think that, that plays in later when he finally has to do it, obviously, uh, to his, his grief, you know, right. What do you
1: What do you think of that decision to bring the dead, the recently dead, to another room to
0: make sure they stay dead? Upon first seeing it, I thought it was kind of silly. Uh, watching it again, I think it makes a lot of sense for Herschel to be insistent upon doing that. Because he is really trying to keep the morale of this group very high. Alright, I just want to get there because I know we got a
1: lot of feedback and some people that weren't too happy with that. Uh-huh. that call
0: yeah no i know I, I but i think for his purposes you know he would probably insist on that all right fair enough um so then maggie asks herschel through the the window of death here how <laughs> glenn's feeling and uh offers to help her um or offers to help him rather and then she wants to come inside the quarantine but the really tired herschel won't let her i I got to give it
1: to Herschel because when I'm tired, my patience with people goes to <laughs> nothing I'm yeah. not the most patient guy in the world to begin with, but when I'm tired and under a lot of stress, uh my little reserves that I keep to interface with humanity properly goes to nothing. yeah, Herschel seems very good with people, like he might have missed his calling being a vet because all that bedside manner is wasted on a <laughs> cow or a sheep. Or a walrus, or a waller. Yeah, of course. Wallers notorious (laughs) assholes as patients, right? I know. Uh,
0: Yeah, no, that's that's fair. I mean, he he seems to work really well with these people, and I mean, I don't know how long he's been awake at this point and helping these people, but it seems like it's more than twenty four hours. Yeah, I mean, like I said, last or
1: two weeks ago, when he was going in, literally, uh, he was a one legged man going into disease ass kicking competition. He's been kicking that ass for at least two days. Yeah, yeah. And you gotta think, if he's gotten any sleep at all, it's been like micro-sleeps. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Thomas Edison-type
0: naps. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then, uh, Herschel comes back, and Glenn thanks him for stopping her. Uh, he's coming out of the room where he was talking to Maggie. Uh, Glenn really looks like crap, and so Herschel sends him away and tells him to go rest. Uh, and And we find out here that Glenn didn't want Maggie to see him, because... Uh, she would have insisted on coming in, and he didn't think he could stop her. So um, it was better that she didn't see him. Uh, then we go back to Maggie, but she's outside this time, and she's clearing fence, uh, clearing the fence of walkers With when uh, Rick rolls up. He's uh, missing Carol, and Maggie notices this, and after trying to uh, change the subject a little bit, he tells Maggie, hey, Carol killed David and Karen, and I had to let her go.
1: Carol killed David and care and
0: yeah um Uh, and maggie agrees with the decision did you have a problem with that uh like i said in the instant cats i did at first but watching this a second time i think i agree with you um that it is well within her character because there's something she says later on that when she when she busts in to try to stop the zombie attack uh herschel says like you you came in or something and she was like i did just like you Mm -hmm. or i had to just like you Oh, right. So that that makes a lot of sense, what you said in the instant cast.
1: And I get that, that Maggie is Herschel's half-daughter, but she's cl- he's clearly had a lot of influence on the way she was raised. Yeah. And she has a great deal of respect for him. So I feel like of all the people in the prison, the ones that are going to give Rick the least amount of grief for someone preemptively killing a patient are going to be Herschel and Maggie. The real test, which got punted to next week, is Tyrese and Daryl.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they have the most stake in this, for yeah. sure. Um, the other thing with Maggie here is she, you know, mentions to Rick, hey, there are a shitload of walkers on the fence. We need to do something about it. Rick's like, yeah, 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 I'll Rick, get it later. Rick does a lot of mic dropping in this episode.
1: <laughs> like, make a statement, boom, and uh, then I'm out. Like, it's like, oh, but wait, I got oh, it on the fall. Okay, I guess not. This is really important. <laughs> the zombies are probably going to break the fence. That Nope, I'm out. Right, <laughs> You know, Carl is like, you can't protect me from a zombie apocalypse. Well, I'm on a trap. (laughs) Gone.
0: (laughs) Yep. Uh, Speaking of Rick and Carl, Rick goes to see Carl now. And he asks him how Judith is doing and whether he's had to use his gun yet, which he says he hasn't. And then he gives him supplies, which include the first time I have ever heard this term fruit leather. Did you know what fruit leather was? I have no idea. And I... Do you know now? No. Did you look it up? I did look it
1: up. Is it a real thing? Because I thought it was another one of those fucking weird-ass, like, um, where the closed caption is gave
0: up. <laughs> he looked at it, fruit leather. Yeah. Yeah, his accent was so bad that they thought he said fruit leather. Uh, <laughs> the Fruit leather is actually, like, fruit roll-ups.
1: So, well, I was almost going to guess yeah.
0: that. Yeah, yeah. But it the, makes
1: sense, I guess. Fruit but- leather? I thought they had fresh fruit from... Well,
0: that's what they were collecting, like peaches and shit. Fruit leather. See, I when I first heard it, I was thinking, did he eat the inside of this fruit and just keep the skin? He had a backpack full of fruit roll-ups. <laughs> Apparently. All right. Okay. I don't know. That's how he rolls, man. You gotta brush your teeth after that shit. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking about that, and I thought, man, that was really weird of him to say that. But in retrospect, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't yeah. it? Well, I mean, I mean, they don't have a dentist, so... No. If people get, like, rotted teeth, which are extraordinarily painful, who's going to fix that?
1: Well, it's too bad they don't have the official dentist of baldmove.com, Dr. Brandon DeVito, because he could fix that shit right up. That is true, yeah. In fact, we might have a testimonial later on about oh. that very fact. All right, fantastic. We'll see, maybe, I don't know.
0: Okay. S-
1: slight spoiler. <laughs> An inch and in podcast spoiler.
0: Uh, I like what Carl says here. Um, there's this little exchange between him and Rick where... He says that you can't keep me from what always happens. Um, and Rick says it's his job to try. Yep. And then um, drops the mic. Yes, he does drop the <laughs> mic. But there's, you know, that's that's kind of foreshadowing what's going to come later with mm-hmm. the guns and the massive walkers. Indeed. Uh, and how his attitude is going to change once he sees how Carl's handles that situation. Yep. So pretty good stuff there. Uh, then Glenn is uh, still keeping Henry breathing. And Herschel goes to see Doctor S, who is in end stage, as he calls it. Yeah, Caleb. We finally got a—he's got a first name. He does, yes. Uh, and he's made some more IVs too, which is super handy. In his state, I wouldn't know if he could do anything useful. He made sure to know? cough in each one. His his <laughs> he personal, spit blood into all of them. His personal
1: extraordinarily virulent strain of super flu. He's mm-hmm. like you know, put the saline in, <coughs> put a little cough of love,
0: yeah, and then kissed yep. it
1: and sealed it. Uh,
0: and then he shows Herschel the gun that he brought with him, the shotgun. So that will come into play later, uh, especially since herschel
1: has got the infinite shotgun ammo cheat. He does. I mean, that's 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 money in
0: the bank, man. I don't even know if he has to load those shells. No, I think he can just pick up the shotgun and go. Yeah. So, <laughs> IDKFA, man. He's got that unlock. Uh, and the when they showed the doctor's eyes. It was a really disturbing moment, but it was really cool. Yeah, he's crying blood. It took me back to true blood. <laughs> I, that had to be digital, right? I was
1: thinking that, too. I actually watched that a little bit, and I'm like, is that a practical effect or is it a digital effect? I could
0: go, I could go either way. Um, yeah. It looked digital to me, the way that it was kind of blended in with his skin like coming out of his eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Either way, it looked good. Uh, so we go over to, we we talked
1: about him urging that you got to keep
0: these doors shut. Herschel. Yes. And I got to
1: say that it seems like that had an effect on him. The whole, you know, look me in the eye because Uh from that point forward, Herschel at least tried to keep the doors shut.
0: Yeah. He stressed like the domino effect, right? I mean, he's trying to keep all these people alive. They're all just on the edge. And as soon as he can't keep them alive anymore, they're just going to go like dominoes.
1: What well, I mean, he's saying is like, look, if you're not prepared to lose one, you're going to lose them all because you yeah. literally can't spend equal effort. It's, it's triage 101, right? Yeah. You know, the people that are going to die, the people that are going to live, and the people kind of in between, but you got to keep, you got to spend most of your time on the people going to live.
0: Absolutely. And that really, to me, struck home the experience difference between Dr. S. and Herschel. I mean, Dr. S has been around the block. He's seen it. Yeah, he's lost patients
1: where Herschel's Mm -hmm. maybe the worst patient he's lost is, you know, a particularly cute puppy or lamb. (laughs) Sure. Um, It's not on the same scale. I mean, hell, he's not. I mean, of all the people he's patched up on this fucking show, he's never lost anyone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. I like that scene a lot. It was good.
1: Um, In the commercial break, Uh they made it a point to show that scene between Carol and Daryl where she yeah, gives yeah. him a peck after she's like, you know, dressing his wounds or whatever. After that was the time that Andrew shot him. Yeah. Oh yeah. my Ridiculous. God. the nadir of walking dead. Um, and she mentions that you're every bit as good as Rick or Shane. And that mm. was a very, that was, if you go back to the, you know, where Daryl stopped being an antihero and became more of a hero, that was the start of that arc, her believing in him and making yeah, yeah. him, him believe that he, he was as good a leader, as good a man as 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 Shane and 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 well he's he's head and shoulders better than Shane. Uh <laughs> sure. To our knowledge he's not tried to rape people and 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 murdered people but who knows. I don't know
0: he was awfully close with Patrick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um but yeah, I mean I feel like that was shown for not no reason, right? Yeah, no. If I you, can employ a double negative.
0: Not no reason, absolutely. Um it was also weird during that, like, my brother was watching it with me, and he thought the show had come back on, and he was like, what was that? Why did they do that? And I couldn't answer his question, because I don't really know why they do that. Like, show these flashbacks. I don't know. I I, I guess it's like a way to prime you
1: for something, or... I, I'm not sure, too. It's almost like one of those... Uh... You know, for your consideration, Academy Award commercials. Yeah, but yeah. But it's not award season. Mm-mm. It's you know, it, I, I don't know. I
0: no idea. I'm maybe it's to try to get people into the older seasons, like if they've just picked up the show. I don't know. I don't know either. Because this is one of the few series that you really don't need
1: to watch the previous seasons. You could, you could jump in at the start of any season
0: and not mm-hmm. be too lost. You might wonder who that guy in the eye patch or what the eye patch in the woods is. Yeah. But it kind of works as a ooh, there's someone scary in the woods. Yeah. I mean moment. yeah, but it's not like you need an intimate understanding
1: of Philip the Governor, Blake, <laughs> to understand what's <laughs> probably going to happen over these next three weeks, you know? Yeah. It's kinda like you know, we we say that the same thing is justified is that mm-hmm. you know and they take nothing away from the show, but there's some shows you can just jump into without a lot of layers and kind of understand and roll with it. Mm-hmm. You know, Mad Men is not oh, one of those shows. No. Game of Thrones God. is not one of those shows. Um, to let, you know, uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad not one wasn't of one shows. of those shows either, but mm-hmm. The Walking Dead. Yeah. You could jump in there. Yeah. So maybe you're right.
0: Okay. Sure. Uh, then another one bites the dust in front of Herschel in, uh, in his And everybody
1: cell. comes out to watch
0: it. Yeah. Everybody's out immediately watching what's going on. Herschel tries to tell him to go, Back to their... Fuck yourselves. ...cells. It, it, yeah, I was gonna
1: say, if you're worried about morale, maybe use a different word than cell. Yeah, get,
0: get back in your cells.
1: Back to your dank cells, animals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe
0: it's like, can you get back in your
1: wards, your rooms? Yeah, your, your rooms. Your rooms are good. Your suites. Your I, suites.
0: I oh, yeah. Is there a living room in my suite? <laughs> um. Yeah, so they won't go back to their suites, and then Sasha brings a a gurney over, just as Hershel's about to just kill the guy in front of everyone. Uh, and she helps him load him on there. And then she's extremely weak, so she tries to go back to her cell. But we'll see if she makes it. What do you think the, about The Oats in the Water uh, by Ben Howard? Man, or... I love that stuff. Really good two, use yeah, licensed music. Yeah, two songs music. from him great stuff really good use of licensed music the last few weeks Um, absolutely if you don't have yeah the end of last episode was really strong with that too
1: yeah and if you don't have an in house score that's as strong as like a dave porter
0: you might as well go for broke with licensed music they've got bear mccreary who is no slouch i mean he did the battlestar galactica stuff which i really like he does 10 stuff he doesn't that's about the only real emotion he can hit (laughs) okay I don't know. I haven't really paid much attention to. Uh,
1: Unless I don't know, is he was he in there on season one? Because season one I had think some so,
0: ridiculous
1: yeah. music cues. I think he was. Oh my god! Some of the like peaceful camp music that they played, or lighthearted music, or like Rick's reunion with his family music, is just schlock. It's something out of the Hallmark Channel. Awesome. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'll say it right to your face, Bear.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, so Herschel Cart's the guy out of there. And after some hesitation, he takes him out with a knife to the head. Uh, The only way he knows how. And then Rick walks in, or, well, Rick walks to the window. And Herschel explains uh, that he's been trying to keep morale up. And then they talk a little bit about life. uh, And then Rick tells Herschel about Carol. Mm -hmm. This is a really good scene here. Mm -hmm. Um, One of Scott Wilson's many good scenes this episode. It's Powerhouse, a really good performance. In fact, this
1: episode might not work without him really selling yeah. the hell out Can of it. Can
0: you imagine, replace Herschel with Dale? Milton, or Milton. Or Milton. <laughs> I don't even think Jeffrey DeMunn could pull it off the way that Scott Wilson did. No,
1: hell no. I think
0: Jeffrey DeMunn is a good actor in his own right, I just don't think that he... Is the same kind of actor. Herschel's got this, like you know, this gentle
1: manner and this quiet strength about him that's so believable. I think Jeffrey DeMunn would play overwhelmed, really good, and uh-huh. oh my god, the the sky's falling in, really good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he. I'm I'm saying that a great deal of my affection for this episode comes entirely from the strength of his performance.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's some good moments with Rick here too. I mean, he's asking about. Uh, the time he took off and whether he was in denial about what was going on um, and just kind of thinking they could live peacefully here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Herschel, you know, tells him all of life is a test, <laughs> uh, which I I guess that's reassuring. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. They have not studied for the final exam because <laughs> the state of the pr- prison preparedness is really yeah. sorry. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I I mean, could he not just have been a farmer could he also have been like a builder a carpenter of some kind yeah. to reinforce those fences or yeah or anything i don't, I know. don't know something i'm uh, saying
1: that the man the man saw morgan's murder town right yeah like the fact that their first and only line of defense is the gate the dark wing duck and then they got like a really cool gate mechanism that will kill zombies around its vicinity Mm-hmm. And they've got, like, little distraction mechanisms. But, yeah. like, the Woodbury folks were way better at attracting and disposing of zombies. And they were fucking idiots.
0: <laughs> they yeah. were, like, just, uh. just
1: trying to put on a WWE show with zombies. Yeah, yeah.
0: And they had a good method of catching them and everything, yeah. you know?
1: I mean, it just seems like this is not something that would be... And that's one of the frustrations with the way they do the the, the set direction of the show. It's like, there's just no imagination, man. Hmm. Then you get like some good old boys in there with some junk and some scrap, or maybe the MythBusters or whatever to just oh, like you man. know build build us some lethal machines out of stuff you can find in a junkyard. String it up all over the set, and we, that can just be a, every episode as a little set piece. You know that would be sweet. It just would like be a sweet. new
0: contraption that they built and every like, week.
1: There's like two types of fans of the Walking Dead. There's the oh my god, I was listening to Bill Simmons podcast today, and if that man had the reins of the show, I would stop watching. But Why? Some, he just like his advice for start um changing the Walking Dead was they needed a supermodel quality actress that could start up a love triangle between the male leads. And I'm like, season one and two, supermodel quality that, attractiveness, first of all, we've got that didn't work. We've got deny and we got uh Lauren, and they are fucking gorgeous. I agreed. agreed for a show. And I don't need any more freaking li- love triangles.
0: Yeah, um, no I forget
1: what his other stupid advice was. But there's two types of fans. There's the ones that just want the zombie gore. Yep, yep. And there's the ones that just kind of want the, you know, kind of like more on our side. They just want to see some realistic drama and, and, and character developments. But, you know, you could satisfy both groups by just having some random MacGyver kill of a zombie per week, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's cheap. And, and it would look cool as hell.
0: Yeah, and they've—I mean—they've I mean, they've kind of done some cool kills. Um, the car kill was freaking awesome. Uh, but, but I get what you're saying. It's not like with contraptions they've built. They, yeah. they should be kind of designing. There should be a little zombie theory going on yeah. here. Yeah. And again, it would
1: uh, be. And Morgan did like he was like a, you know, yeah. a ahead of his time genius. But
0: Rick went there and saw that. Yeah. So like you'd think he'd take notes. You would think so, but he did not. Uh, I, I felt like they should have let the moment um, the moment where Herschel kills the guy play a little bit longer before Rick came up. Because mm. it felt cut short. Like uh, Although they may have done that just because if they did let it play longer, Herschel might have broke down there.
1: Yeah, and also I thought it was like, so there's that, the tension of like one more damn thing. Yeah. It's kind of a, 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 a tiny jump scare. And there's also a little bit of, I think Herschel seemed a little taken aback that someone saw him do this. Oh,
0: did you yeah, did yeah. you get any of that? No. I didn't pick up on it, but that would make sense. Sure. Um we kind of talked in the instant cast about, you know, a sad soul can kill quicker than a germ, mm-hmm. and we know that Herschel all along is trying to keep up morale, so makes sense. Um and then the man loves quoting American authors.
1: It's all about <laughs> Mark Twain
0: and Yeah, well he's reading a lot of Tom
1: Sawyer, so Yeah. I mean, At least Lizzie's supposed to be. Yeah.
0: She, is she reading it to him? Is that what's going uh, no, on? she's
1: just reading it to herself.
0: That's her job. Okay. Her job is to read a book? else L should be in his ear jibber-jabber all day long. <laughs> oh, it's one of those jobs, huh? I, the get I, out of my let's face. Let's have a
1: contest. Who can be quiet the longest? <laughs> and you'll get a dollar if you win. Yeah, it's one of those deals. <laughs> okay. Uh, How long can you hold good. a bubble in your mouth? Yeah, right. I bet you can't make it five minutes.
0: Uh, so we go on to the um, the part where Herschel is closing the cell doors. And he closes a couple. And then you see Sasha's legs sticking out of her cell. And he neglects to close one of the doors. Which I felt like we didn't need them to pan back to that zombie. Like, yeah. I understood. Like, it. W- I think it kind of would have been cool to see, like, a high above shot where you can see the door and you can see Herschel walk past it but you're not really just like, boom, here's zombie number one. No, the problem I
1: had with it is, and and I I didn't have a problem with it because just the way overall the episode is paced, but there's a lot of people, and I think their criticism is legitimate, are we led to believe that the zombies are chilling out for 20 minutes in the cell next door while all this other action evolves? If we just saw the dead girl lying there and pan across... The fact that they would we, we we went inside her cell and watched her open her eyes seems like dramatically it sets an anchor that says this is when this is happening, and the zombie just inexplicably is chilling out in there, their eyes open, while wow, yeah. all this commotion is going on next door. Okay, that historically has not been how zombies behave. They hear people, yes. you know, moving around, unless and, they're
0: eating the throat out of someone, yeah, sure. Uh, then they're they're unfazed. <laughs> Uh Alright, let's move on uh, Maggie and Rick are reinforcing the fence with 100% Georgian lumber Ah, that's the good stuff Yeah uh, <laughs> Maggie seems angry man, Apparently they fished this shit out of a termite hill yeah. I think is where
1: they found <laughs> it It's buried is buried in a giant African savannah style termite yeah. hill
0: And Those uh, walker rotted trees, Couldn't man. believe their luck It was pre-cut and just shoved in this hill <laughs> Yeah, maybe these were walker trees, and their bones were brittle. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, so Maggie seems pretty angry that she's not being allowed to help her father, and then Rick gets his foot grabbed by a completely impotent zombie. I don't know how it would have gotten its mouth through the fence. There was no tension there.
1: Yeah, I don't know whether this was like some kind of uh, extra. They had like a quota. <laughs> that they they have to they have to kill or rough up so many extra zombies. You know. Uh huh. Um, or people, you know, college kids won't keep showing up these cattle calls for all, you know, I don't know. But it was like a random thing that led nowhere.
0: Yeah. And and he's like, oh, I'm sure glad you're here to help me. What was the zombie going to do? Pull him through the (laughs) fence? Yes. So dumb. So dumb. But whatever. I've seen Rick get away from worse
1: in this episode. When him and Carl were running from the zombies, he was like... You know, NFL linebacker blocking from behind these guys to keep him away from Herschel or uh, Carl. Yeah,
0: that was a really cool moment. Uh, We will get to that. But when Sasha wakes up, she tells Herschel that she thought he was a fool to come into the quarantine zone and she. Kind of thanks him in a roundabout way. She mm-hmm. calls him an idiot, <laughs> and, he, and he says, well, thank you. Now, yeah. she says, I probably wouldn't be here if you weren't so stupid. I had a germ, so. A, a, a
1: germ of a skit in mind where people just randomly insult Herschel, and he takes it as a compliment. <laughs> take that as a
0: compliment. What He's... are
1: you, some kind of fucking idiot? I think <laughs> I'm going to take that as a compliment. No, awesome. seriously, you're a fucking idiot. Nice. With no redeeming qualities. Well. Thank you. <laughs> Cause he uh, tried to do it twice. He 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 tried out that line yeah. twice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So then um, Henry dies, and uh, Glenn is there. He tries to attempt CPR, um, but he starts coughing up blood and he passes out. Yeah, it wears him out. Yeah, he tries to call for Herschel. That was uh, well acted by Stephen Yoon. There, um, really felt like he was coughing up blood. <laughs> Uh, and that will lead bad places. Mm-hmm. So Herschel continues locking up cells. One of the guys locks himself in with his dying son mm-hmm. just before all
1: hell breaks Plus loose. This guy, I mean, this guy's obviously running a con, man. Like, oh, yeah, my son's asleep. And no, don't look at him. He's just, just let him sleep. Yeah, no, he knows his kid is He's dead. dead. I, I mean, so what? Why lock yourself in there? I'm, Dude, I'm glad you got eight. Yeah. I'm so yeah. happy that you got your, your arm bit off and then you go and shoot someone that's trying to help Herschel, mm-hmm. you couldn't have died fast enough. I'm glad your own son reanimated and chewed your face <laughs> off. It's what you deserved. You got off easy, I'm honestly. You. Yeah, no, i have i I hope you, your man. whole family reanimated and, and alternately took turns biting you. Starting yeah. at your And then you reanimated and bit them. Yes, and it's yeah. just an endless cycle of familial zombie <laughs> cannibalism.
0: This is getting weird, man. uh so then yeah the all hell breaks loose after lizzie finds glenn uh lying on the floor and calls for herschel dude gets bit by his son and there's gunshot fired and rick and maggie outside hear it and um then lizzie starts leading henry away from glenn while herschel kind of struggles uh with with what with one of the other zombies i don't know he's just flopping around on the floor at this point right i guess yeah He's struggling uh, <laughs>
1: with breathing. <laughs> he's struggling he's, with walking. He's in a life and death struggle with oxygen molecules.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh and aspirated so, blood. Okay, we will talk about Lizzie in just a moment. Before that, when it cuts to uh, Rick and Maggie outside, um, Rick has to kind of tell her, you need to go in there. Like, go in there. Because I feel like Maggie wasn't being allowed in there, and then at some point she felt like she shouldn't go in there. It was it was really weird because like she knew that she wanted to be in there earlier, but now she won't go up there when she hears a gunshot and knows something is clearly wrong. Is she just trying to like trick herself into thinking that nothing is wrong? I'm in a life or death struggle with your point. I don't. Want, yeah, um, I, well, I don't know you how to read her. There, you
1: think she's so internalized, um, her dad's sacrifice ethos that she's willing to this fence keeping this up is the most important thing in the prison it's my job i even though i really 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 want to see what's going on with my dad in cell block a with all this gunfire i still this is my duty i got to stay at the post and rick had the absolver of that is that what you're trying to get at no that is
0: not but that's a good point all right (laughs) i don't know what you're i don't i'm i'm i I was questioning like what what was going through her head there Hmm. so that could definitely be it there's my stab at it what was yours I didn't have one. I was asking a question. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's what you get, Jim. Off the cuff questioning of so, me. So let's talk about Lizzie.
1: We got uh, every
0: single listener emailed us and told us that Lizzie was clearly leading the walker away from Glit on purpose.
1: Yeah. Did I not say, I mean, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills, but didn't I say that?
0: You did, but you said she, did it she the might wrong, have been doing that. She
1: did it from the wrong reasons. She thought this this was the a way thing. the way you
0: said it made people think that okay, you didn't know for sure that that was it no i I mean I apologize clearly that's what she
1: was doing. I'm just saying that she was doing it because she thought Henry was a uh
0: a naughty puppy that's the thing, like right after this, when Glenn or when uh Herschel pulls a zombie off of her and body slams it over the railing um She says, what does she say exactly? She says, I called him nice. He didn't scratch Glenn. I thought maybe he he listens.
1: So she's still, after everything she's been through, she's still got this fantasy relationship with zombies. Yes. Yes. And it's going to get her killed. And not just her. It's going to get a lot of people killed. It almost got Herschel killed, which Uh would have, I don't know how I would have handled that. Yeah, well, I know how I would have handled it. And she's just really bad. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, some, someone on our Facebook thread mentioned that, like, are we sure she didn't fake a cough just to get in here and watch
0: people die? Uh, I mean, she's, that, I don't know she's that, that
1: weird, off-putting, and creepy.
0: She is super weird, and we'll talk about that uh, when we get to it. But for now, uh, Rick runs off after telling Maggie to go inside to find Carl uh, so he can help him reinforce the fence. He could have yeah. just told Maggie that, right? Like yeah. Instead of insisting that she go and making her think that she just abandoned post, and now the zombies are going to bust hey, in. hey, I'll go get Carl. It's not exactly. a big <laughs> deal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't. He chose to keep that a secret. Um, and then Liz- he just grabs Carl and goes, and then Lizzie falls down. Uh, Herschel saves her with the body slam. We talked about that. Then Herschel goes to save Glenn, and Maggie busts into the quarantine zone, Herschel goes for the gun, killing Dr. S. in the process. There's a whole lot of stuff that happens here. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, I'm struggling to
1: keep up. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Did you want to talk about any of this? Um, (laughs) Because I am more than happy to move on to it. too bad he
1: killed the doctor right in the middle of a wicked Andy Serkis impersonation. I mean, it was a right-on Gollum uh, when he got the knife in the
0: head. It was pretty pretty spectacular. Nice. Snapped his arm right off. Yeah. Yeah, that was nasty. That was Herschel's business face. All right. That was Dr. S's business arm. Took it right off. Uh, so five minutes later. Five minutes. It couldn't have been more than five minutes. It is pitch black outside. <laughs> Rick and Carl are now reinforcing the fences together. Um, they share this like father-son bonding moment. Just as the old Georgia Pine comes crashing down, <laughs> and the zombies overrun the, uh, the gate there, the fence. And then Rick and Carl run into the guardhouse and kind of threw it. And the zombies keep coming. Um, I So here's the linebacker style. I really like that. I mean, the idea that, you know, he's putting his life on the line there, knocking down these walkers as he goes to yeah, save his son. Yeah, make sure his son doesn't get bit, although yeah. I think Carl could handle himself. It still is what you do as a dad. There's a reason they call them walkers and not runners, right? <laughs> like, Carl could have outrun them, I'm sure. Uh, anyway, Herschel gets the loaded gun um, out of Dr. S.'s cell. And Rick and Carl grab their guns and ammo. It's kind of a little, you know, cross, cross scene here. Them grabbing guns. And then a battle on... What do uh, you think of
1: their trash cans hoppers full of guns and ammo?
0: Just sitting outside. Weird. Where did they get all those? Is that where they keep them? Is that where they store their weapons? I... A well
1: lot of hope. people are making the
0: jokes <laughs> that... Rick has a gun farm, like a literal gun know, farm, and he's plucking guns off of these the, plants. That's
1: his. That's his. That's his uh, harvest, yeah. which is
0: hilarious to uh-huh. me. And I can't believe I didn't think of that when I saw the gun mm-hmm. come out of the ground. Um, no,
1: I, man, I don't know. Um, that's a. I, I feel like that they've got an armory inside the prison. But they also have, like, these little rapid-action depots where they're on wheels, and they can... Presumably, they take him in at night, but since everybody, there's going to be left out here, I mean, it's a very bad idea to store guns in the shitty kind of conditions you get in rural Georgia. Yeah, superhuman. The the Mm superhuman and all that kind of stuff, and the barrels are up. If it rains, it's going to be a shit show. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, I'm going to give them the benefit of doubt that they probably have a sizable collection of guns inside the prison as well. Because the other thing is... If an asshole like Philip, the governor, Blake, is skulking around outside, we know that it's relatively easy for a human to get into the prison because they can just, you know, un a section of fence and then do another one, and you're inside. And now you got the piss pot full, uh, 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 full of guns and ammo, and you can take the prison over from within. And they obviously don't have night guards or anything like that, especially <laughs> yeah. now. No. So the prison really... Whew, or setting up for it to be its pants down around its ankles.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, now that they don't have real protection from the zombies at this point, uh things are getting bad. And then well, they were bad, I guess, until Rick and Carl get on the case, uh, with their crate of ammo. They just mowed down a billion zombies here. They did. Like they they decimate the herd here. Low hundreds. With fantastic accuracy, too. I mean, their shots are just right on the money every but single they're time. they're shooting from, like, 20 feet away, too. That's not sure. a terribly different, difficult
1: shot with a weapon designed to kill things. Yeah. I mean, they're not pistols. I, I they're mean, rifles. Carl has never shot this gun, obviously, yeah, man, before. Who gives a shit? God <laughs> damn. Shit? Has he shot a rifle? Then he uh, can yeah, probably he shoot has. this gun from 20 feet away with pretty good proficiency. All
0: right. People make
1: way too... Now, if, like... It was like the Andrew situation where she's got a hunting rifle and she's never used a scope and she doesn't know what's dialed into and she's shooting something from 300 feet away or 300 yards away. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but no, I didn't have a problem with uh, a gun that like Carl picking that up and being able to rock and roll. All right. there in were also- this show's universe of, you know, headshots yeah. from moving vehicles and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Well, in the instant cast, I had also called Rick out for being like, kind of crazy with his stance and his yeah. looking through the sights and stuff. And people were calling bullshit on that, on me there, because... Um, yeah, we got a couple of feedbacks. We can leave it for that. We do have that in the feedback? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Then I will leave it. Uh, so Hen- Herschel kills walkers with uh, shots to the pelvis. He apparently <laughs> doesn't realize you got to shoot him in the head. Well, it's, you know, infinite ammo, but you don't have the auto-aim cheat. Yeah, so. fair enough. Uh, and then he goes back into action to save Glenn... He wrestles Henry for the bag, which was a freaking awesome scene, uh, and Maggie I, I kills like I him. I love
1: the realization when he's like, God, i got to go out on this goddamn fence and wrestle the zombie. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, son of a bitch, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It it's really, really good. Felt like a cage match. I mean, they're out on that <laughs> fence and wrestling around, uh, old he, guy versus zombie. was that guy, Big John McGinnis, Seeing him in
0: there, <laughs> reffing it, with his black medical gloves on. Yep. Uh, so they they intubate Glenn, and he gets instantly better, which looks surprisingly like dying, by the <laughs> way. Uh, then Lizzie comes right. in, asks if it's over, and she does probably the creepiest thing I've seen yet on The Walking Dead. Which is full of her doing creepy things. Uh-huh. She plays yeah.
1: with Glenn's blood puddle. It's disgusting. Ah. Uh, I can't like, tell if a kid would really do that. I mean, kids love playing in puddles. But puddle blood? i ugh, I, there's wouldn't have when I was something wrong with this kid,
0: kid, man. there's something yeah. wrong with this kid, yeah, absolutely um this is a scene where Maggie you know says you came in, I had to just like you um not I guess not a ton to talk about here, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fairly straightforward. they save Glenn. This is the part of the episode
1: where the uh long stretches of no commercial caught up with this yes, yes, and really started fragmenting, but you know the action was over, so. Yeah, this uh, is whatever. also
0: the portion of the episode <clears throat> where we realize, oh, nobody of any importance is going to die here. Yeah, did you have a problem with that? I thought I would. Not really. But it didn't keep the episode
1: from. I mean, I feel like the show's killed enough principal characters that I believe they would.
0: Okay, yeah. It,
1: it wasn't like, you know, there's no way Herschel's going to die. I was really afraid he would. There's no. I, and then I was really afraid Glenn was going to die. Yeah. And then even Sasha, I don't care much about her character, except for I do like Tyrese, and I know what it would affect him, so it's like I was kind of tense for her. Hmm. It's a little bit bullshit, but the again, uh,
0: they pull it off for me. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was fine. Uh, Carl and Rick dispatch last to the Walker Herd, just in time to open the gates for Daryl and company, who have returned. From the run. Really nice
1: effects working on to creep, creep, uh, crypt keeper looking motherfucker. Yeah,
0: man. The one that he smashes was just right in the head with the close up. Yeah, that's straight oh, up cool. Stan Winston Workshop, man. That wasn't stuff. an
1: actor. That was uh, some kind of animatic.
0: Yeah. Or animatronic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then Tyrese runs inside to be with Sasha while the rest of the group unloads the meds. Uh, and Bob's booze. There's a lot of that in the back, too. They gotta <laughs> haul that out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tyrese and Maggie, uh, go check out their sick loved ones. And then Herschel is dismissed to get some sleep and he can't even make it down the stairs. He's so tired. So he goes into Dr. S's cell. He opens up his Bible, reads a passage and he weeps. Ironically, it was a passage, short, the Bible. Jesus wept.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love this. And in fact, I think this episode would be so much stronger if they ended on this scene. That was a yes, really, it really good yes, scene it of him sitting there, especially since you could he couldn't get into it.
0: Mm-hmm. And he, thought he
1: was going to be in it, but then they slow panned out, and he had that just beautiful breakdown, and that would have been a, a just just you couldn't top
0: it. I felt like this had yeah. a little bit of Return of the King syndrome, where they had too many fucking endings. What they should have done is you know just throwing another couple commercials in there. I would have been fine, and just you know come back with. Yeah, next week on like yeah. like they did. I mean, they did that. They just yeah stuck the, the governor. The pacing at in the there.
1: end was a little weird. and There was multiple was. endings, and it none of them were as good as this
0: one. And that's such a beautiful shot. They're coming out of the cell there with Herschel just in the light of the lantern. Kelly Dixon sitting on the bed, let head shit down. Slide. I don't know who edited this episode. Yeah. But it could have been yeah. Katie. It was probably Kelly Dixon. She's the editor. Hey <laughs> so. Diesel, no. I don't know. She's probably got assistant <laughs> editors I was that, say. that she says do all my work. Assistant one of them editors, fuckers. Yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, it doesn't end there, but in the morning, uh, Rick is on his way to talk to Daryl, but Carl comes out. Uh, Rick, I thought this was a flashback at first to when Rick let Carl sleep in before, after all the Uh, comics he read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's set almost exactly the same. Yep. Uh, But yeah, Carl comes out and stops him, and they go off to the farm. Uh, Rick once again splashing this unsanitary water all over his face, down his neck, and right back into the barrel. They've learned nothing, <laughs> they
1: really haven't. I just assume this is the scum barrel, right? This has got to be like a rainwater collector or something, that or no something. Or no this is drink Rick's out of this. personal barrel,
0: like, yeah, that's I, all it's for is washing his although beard. Oh,
1: they used to do that shit like on ships, mm-hmm. like 18th century Age of Shale. You just had this, like giant barrel in the middle of the ship and people would wash at it and drink out of it and god Ugh. knows what else in it commit sodomy in it it was How a bad deal
0: <laughs> in a barrel of water so yeah so I, I don't know what happened to the water theme there was a definite strong that water was theme coffee
1: 3.0 and it's Dude. it's 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 gone the way of the coffee theories they always go <laughs> it was all over the place though it, it was, was. It was the showerhead in episode they one. They got infected by those damn zombies. They, they made it, They made a clear point of the bleeding eye zombie. They uh-huh. were
0: killing them at the fence. That led the infection inside. It wasn't the pigs. It wasn't the, I know, the water. I know it wasn't the water, but there was a definite theme of water running through those episodes. If you say so. I mean, there was a water shortage the whole time. They did this crazy close-up on that showerhead with it just running out. I think that was, I thought
1: that was just like a suspense horror trope. I mean, that's like from, that's like from Psycho. I guess,
0: I guess. It just felt like there was more there, but I guess hmm. not. Uh, anyway, Daryl and Tyrese meet Herschel. Didn't he, didn't he
1: grab the shower curtain on the way down, too? I thought that was like a Psycho homage.
0: Mm, Might have been. I don't know. I oh, can't uh, So Daryl and Tyrese meet Herschel, and he tells them how Glenn's doing, and Daryl asks him about Carol, but he says, you need to go talk to Rick, which... You know that's not going to be good news, right? Mm-hmm. Daryl's smart enough to know that if Herschel won't say anything, bad news.
1: Yeah, but he's got enough respect for Rick and Herschel that he doesn't really get shitty about it. Sure. And also, yeah. I gotta say, that's something to put on your resume. Daryl Dixon calls you tough, some bitch. Mm.
0: That's that's something um, I'd get that uh, like made t-shirts. Yeah. Well, he knows it, right? Like Daryl said it, so it's true, and he just says, "Yes, I am." That's right. <laughs> Uh, the Michonne's heading out, and Herschel volunteers to go with her. I wonder where that's going, especially with the governor outside. Clearly, the fence. it's a romantic interest. Oh Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> um, but no, the governor's out there, as we find out in this next scene. Uh, after after we open some pea pods and share them with Rick and Carl, mm-hmm. um, we see the governor. I'm a little worried about Michonne and Herschel Hanging out there. outside the prison by the main road in broad daylight. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. If they had any kind of guards looking out, mm-hmm. they might have seen him. Yep. Um, So seeing him at the end here, so close to the prison, makes me wonder if it wasn't him feeding the rats to the zombies all along. No. No. It makes me wonder. It really he, does.
1: Why would he? Why To would try he... to knock that fence down. Why would he get into the prison and feed him from the other side? He could why, stuff him through, right? But why would he go? I mean, why wouldn't he just... I don't know. Smear blood, or I, it just seems like... An well, he awful wants the rube. zombies not to
0: be able to get to them, right? So they'll keep coming after them.
1: Well, couldn't he just throw him up over? Oh, I see what you're saying. Maybe that's it's what he did. He had to get him like really in in up and in it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that uh,
0: it's possible, I guess. Yeah,
1: I guess I could see that. I it really seems, feel like Lizzie did it, but it seems awful Rube Goldbergian to attribute all that to the governor at this point, honestly. And it mm. makes them not having guards at night even more laughable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And I understand that the the the, the trail's gone cold, but. There are people like the governor out there. Rick has run into those groups yeah. in the Nebraska episode. So, like, if, if you're not worried about zombies getting in at night, which, by the way, a, ho- a herd could come in the middle of the night, like an F5 tornado, and tear your asshole out. Yeah. Uh,
0: worry about the living, you know, they're mm-hmm. going to attack at night. I just, uh, it bugs me. So it is going to be interesting, because you know Daryl has to tell Rick about this giant herd, right? Yeah. I wonder if they're going to start trying to build defenses now. Or if they're just going to say we need to get out of here because it's way too many to deal with. But where are they going to go? I mean, I guess I—I I don't know where they would go. But I—I I don't so what do you think, think I don't think that Daryl thought they could deal with that that herd.
1: What do you think? If what would so what's that herd do when it blows into a prison like that? Like if the, why can't they just shut up the prison nice and tight and let them just wait it out? Because after a couple of days they'll just like a herd of locusts move on, right? Might have you to mop so. up some stragglers and whatnot, but.
0: Yeah, i't I even
1: think they would outside uh present like people inside of like they would like to go inside the prison lock the doors don't you think the walkers would walk around the fence they're not just gonna
0: push down the fence just for shits and grins I don't know i I couldn't tell you what the walkers do it yeah. seemed like they were just pushing down the fence for no reason I anyway. guess they
1: did in the farm episode didn't they yeah they kinda. came to something to stop them it' was like oh they kept on
0: pushing and they all just decided to group up on one spot too right I don't know Maybe there were rats there still. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's do Zombie Kill of the Week and Idiot Survivor of the Week. Idiot Survivor of the Week is very easy. Yeah. It goes to Lizzie. Yeah. Absolutely goes to Lizzie. It's Actually, it's going to go to Lizzie every week that she's alive. <laughs> so <laughs> She has so much
1: extra it. points. Uh-huh. Uh, she's like one of those returning Jeopardy champions. Yep. Uh, she just has so much to roll over, she's never going to be dethroned.
0: Yeah, I kind of wanted to give it to Herschel here this week for not forcing people to lock their cells, uh, um, and not locking cells, and like, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. He was just too strong this episode, and and he had so much else going on. Indeed. No, he's so, great. He's Lizzie. Great. Lizzie gets it. Congratulations, Lizzie. Zombie kill. I'm kind of curious. Zombie kill. I'm actually giving it to that animatronic. The Crypt Keeper. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the kill necessarily that was the cool part. It was just the model itself, the animatronic itself.
1: That was a badly decayed walker and it was still up rock, roaming around. You got to wonder, when, when do they rot into the point of uselessness?
0: Yeah, it seemed like there wasn't a lot of muscle left. To control uh-huh. on that walker, right? I don't know. That's kind of why I always liked the the voodoo style zombies or the 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 demon style zombies because you could you could buy it more that the demon style. Elaborate. Yeah, well, controlled by some spiritual force, dark force. Yeah, okay. um, because you could buy that skeletons can walk around, right? Sure. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. That one looked really decayed, though. Yeah, like if there's a scientific basis for this. You
1: start getting to the point of magic anyway, because once there's no mm. muscles and there's no lungs and there's no way to convert energy, you're basically yeah. talking about something that violates the laws of thermodynamics. So
0: you might as well make it magic, right? Exactly. And I'm okay with that. Voodoo
1: that shit up.
0: Uh, yeah, so that's Zombie Kill of the Week. All right. And that's it for the recap. you have anything you want to say? Anything else? Sweet. Or should we get into some pimping? Um, I don't know.
1: I I This episode is strong enough to kind of completely... Make me forget about last week because I, I remember watching the previews for this and Herschel shouting at people getting back to their cells and all that. And I'm like, man, this is going to suck. This is really going to suck just seeing Herschel struggle with these idiots all so- episode long. But it was really, really compelling. And it's almost at a point where I'm very bummed at the end that we got the governor and we got three more episodes to deal with him. Um, presumably, unless they're not going to, you know, unless they're just going to sh- tease him and then go away from him, which that's kind of that's also lame. It's But possible, this episode yeah. was so good with me expecting nothing that I'm just going to wait and see. Like I'm hoping yeah. that um, it's going to be like ripping off a band aid. We can have one episode with the governor and he gets taken care of, and then we can move on with our lives. It,
0: or maybe we have three stellar episodes with the governor. Yeah, you maybe. know, I mean, they've done pretty well with the season so far, so. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Until I'll we... have more to say in the spoiler section. Okay. Awesome. How about we get to some pimping? All right. We got the, a new show sponsor tonight. All right. Let's talk about Marsha at Coast and Canyon Wildlife. Uh, most people don't give a second thought about wild animals in their backyards, but when something happens to them, their orphan babies often end up at places like Coast and Canyon Wildlife in Malibu. After staying up all night, feeding all the baby animals, rehabber Marsha often feels like the walking dead herself, (laughs) and our podcast keeps her somewhat sane. Just somewhat. I feel like she
1: does listen to our podcast. Yeah, and we're only somewhat sane. Yeah,
0: right. Uh, If you'd like to add a little sweet to your day, check out Coast and Canyon Wildlife's Facebook page at facebook.com slash coastcanyon. They post a cute photo every day and 10 on Fridays, so you get a super dose there. Uh, you can see the baby animals in their care, including a semi-famous skunk named Oreo. And if you think baby kittens are cute, your head will explode when you see a baby skunk. And don't worry, the Facebook page is not Scratch and Sniff. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Marsha,
1: for... Web- website at coastcanyon.org. And we already gave the facebook.com slash coastcanyon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they got a video page on Vemo. Uh If you go Vimo.com slash coastcanyon slash videos... Uh, thank God for people like Marsha, because... That's not called Vimo. It's called Vimeo. Vimeo? Vimeo? Vimeo. Okay. Well, yeah. shit, I mispronounced <laughs> the New Age Internet Neologium. Neologium. Whatever. God <laughs> damn it, I mispronounced... I, it's like an infinite recursion <laughs> of mispronunciations. Uh-huh. Um, thank God for people like Marsha, because that's a real deal. Like, when I back when I lived in Indiana, I woke up one morning, and my front yard was full of fucking baby raccoons. Because their mama got killed, and it was mm. really fun for like an hour or two. And then it's like, what the hell do you do with these little fuckers? Yeah. Well, if you're Daryl, you eat them. But yeah, you can skin them and eat them. Sure, um, sure. But, but we're not Daryl. It's really cool that there are people that uh, run these shelters um, for for uh, or do any kind of volunteer work with animals and, and people, for that matter. So thank you, Marsha. Thank you for sponsoring our podcast, and uh, hope people give you a little love from it. Absolutely. Uh, our main... Sponsor for the season, Dr. Brandon DeVito. We actually have a little celebrity endorsement from him, and uh, we're going to kick it over to Sheriff Rick Grimes. Listen up. People often ask me, what's the worst part about living in a zombie apocalypse? I'm here to tell you it isn't the team and hordes of the undead waiting to eat your flesh. It's not the living assholes like the governor waiting to sell you out to maintain their places of power and prominence. It isn't even a disturbing lack of multiply toilet paper. No, the real threat is tooth decay. Why do you think I sternly warned Carl Jr. to brush his teeth after eating all that sticky, sugary fruit leather? Because you'd rather have a walker gnawing on your leg than deal with an abscessed tooth, let me tell you. Having a combat medic and an animal doc is all well and good, but oh, what I wouldn't do to have a great dentist like Dr. Brandon DeVito here in our prison walls. You people, especially you people in the Carolinas, you have no idea how good you have it. Pay the man a visit. He's right off the Ocean Highway in Supply, North Carolina. And if not, well, I know he'd like to remind you all to brush your teeth at least twice a day for two minutes with a toothpaste-approved by American Dental Association, and floss daily. You hear me, Carl? Uh, in addition, we are part of the Bald Move Network. You can find all of our stuff on baldmove.com, uh, including all of our fabulous shows. You know them. Personal Arrogance, The Picasso Show, Up Yours Downstairs. I'm writing a survival review every Friday at noon. They're pretty funny. I like to flatter myself. Check it out. Uh, we appreciate your ratings and reviews on iTunes is how we get more people loving our show. And also uh, Christmas is coming up. It's only days until Christmas left and you can get a bunch of stuff on amazon.com. But if you're going there, go to the extra mile and go to amazon.baldmove.com. Give us a few pennies in our Christmas stocking. We would appreciate it. It keeps the lights on and the disc spinning here at the bald move empire. Now we're ready for feedback.
0: All right. I forgot we had our own pimp in the deal. That's right. Stuff's we have a bullshit. yes,
1: sir, plus a pimp, and it's bullshit. Um, we'll start with Blair H. She says, there a, there is a few possibilities you're overlooking in your criticism of Rick's decision to banish Carol. You're astute to observe that Rick's decision seems hypocritical. One of Rick's reasons for banishing her is that she acted unilaterally. Now he acts unilaterally in response rather than bringing her back to face a court of some kind. You acknowledge that Carol might well be murdered if she returns, but then the group could deal with that in a legal way. What if Rick doesn't want Carol to get murdered? Huh? It could be that simple. He's banishing her, but he must recognize the possibility that if she were to go back, she could very well be murdered. Add this to the fact that Rick is rightfully wary about her and he makes it a personal thing. He says he's doing it for himself and you know why it went down this way. Carol could have pushed back, and it is possible Rick would have let her come back to face the music, but Carol evidently also felt that losing the trust of Rick made returning to the prison that much less appealing. What do you think?
0: Am I been successfully chastised here? Sure. I mean, there are many reasons that uh, Rick may not have wanted her back, um, I, and I, I acknowledge I, that, right? Yeah. I I don't I, I don't think. That changes the fact that it was hypocritical, though. No. Right? I mean, mean, it still is exactly what... (laughs) It still is exactly doing what she did. You have to ask yourself,
1: on what moral authority did Rick banish Carol? Yeah, yeah. Then ask yourself, on what moral authority did Carol kill those two disease-ridden people? Sure. And if you get into an infinite recursion of bullshit, like some android on Star Trek... Uh Uh-huh then Rick did a stupid thing. I mean, Like I said, you can yeah. argue all day and long that he had perfect, valid personal reasons, and if it was Rick and his kids and Carol and these two people she murdered, then he could handle it in that way. But if you are taken the trouble to set up a ruling council that can pass important edicts like Spaghetti Tuesdays on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. um, then I feel like you have to respect that arrangement or else what's going to happen when the next person like Tyrese or Daryl decides they need to do something in the interest of the group. Yeah. I mean, that's a slippery fucking slope. That's all I'm saying. And it's interesting. I mean, this this decision he made, it's, it's, it's interesting and adds a lot of interesting dramatic possibilities. Um, again, I just didn't like him. Rick Grimes making a decision. It didn't feel like it was in his character. Um, and this point in his arc to do so. Obviously he did it. So I'm wrong. But that's just my opinion, man. Uh, Ashley M. said, in response to your instant cast comments on Lizzie leading the walker on, I don't think it was inadvertently. I think upon second watch, you will find she did it on purpose. She was trying to save Glenn. Granted, she still does it annoyingly. But the fact is, she's trying to help Glenn does give her a bit of a redeeming quality. I think after seeing this episode and how Lizzie re- interacted with the walker up close, I'm now on the fence. Pardon the pun about who the rat feeder at the fence is. It could be her, and she could have been feeding them out of pity. She, of course, would be doing it at night because she's aware of others' opinions on walkers as dangerous and non-human. Uh, it's not Lizzie. If it's not Lizzie, it's got to be Bob as a mole slash spy for the governor. Hmm. It's just got to be. What do you think, Jim?
0: I don't know that it's got to be, but I suppose it could be.
1: I still feel like the smart money's on the, Lizzie. The Lizzie. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it's a smart money because I said it. That's, <laughs> that's a pretty fucking arrogant and thing just, to say. Yeah. It's a personally arrogant thing to say. You're (laughs) badass, Aaron. Yes, I am. Uh, Glenn N. says, I'm lost as to how people turn into walkers now. So far, we know everyone has the virus, and dying from natural causes or sickness will bring them back, along with being bitten or scratched by a walker. Are there two types of the virus? Why does one turn them while living, and the other needs to die first? To add to confusion, last night the tracheal tube was in a zombie and then used on Glenn. How does not turn Glenn? Some of these questions have definitive answers, and mm-hmm. others do
0: not. So how does that not turn Glenn? Well, A, he changed the tube. Yes. But. It was hard to see, but he actually, uh-huh. so there's the, there's the bag. He does it off screen, I think. And
1: there's, there's the, in, well, you could see him have it, and I think in one corner yeah, yeah. you can see him opening up. But those tubes okay. are actually in a sealed, kind of like, you know. Like needles. a syringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So there's that answer. Um one smart correction, everyone dies before they come back as a zombie. No one turns like night of the living dead style while they're still a human. They don't slowly turn into zombie. They die. Mm -hmm. And then some indeterminate time uh, driven mostly by the plot needs, they come back as a zombie. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And the way they explained it is that everyone has the zombie virus and everyone that dies is going to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or is going to become a zombie. It's the bite of a zo- of a walker or the scratch is so infectious. They're like komodo dragons on speed, man. <laughs> and that sepsis and that infection will kill you unless you amputate the afflicted part. Yeah, very quickly.
0: That's the thing. It, it's not the it's not the virus, the zombie virus that kills you. It's yeah. the infection. It's the infection from you the get. bite or the scratch. Yeah. Right, right, right. So. Cool. Um, if corpses could
1: bite, we might have this happen more often, but fortunately they don't in real life. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. I'm going on week week two being sick people. I apologize. I will soldier mm. on. Pimby says a couple weeks ago, I call bullshit on the disease, not killing a major character, but the way it has come together, I do think they've done a good job of demonstrating the emotional cost of this outbreak and this episode in particular. Was so well acted by Scott. God damn it, Pimby. Did, we, did you write my script for the early part of this episode or what? Um, as w- So well acted by Scott Wilson especially. He did such a good job in making me believe in the emotional cost of what has happened that I don't think you necessarily needed a death. Although not saying that that would have been a bad thing. Because the writing has been poor in many past episodes and many seasons, the only way I've often connected the show apart from frustration was by killing off a major character. This time I connected with everyone so much more emotionally due to the good writing, pacing, and acting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's absolutely right.
1: Entirely reasonable take there. Yeah. Another point which I got super excited for for about a split second was Maggie aiming up at Herschel wrestling with the Walker. I thought they were setting up Maggie to choose between Glenn and her dad, and when she fired, I think it would have been awesome to have it hit the bag, save her dad, but to cost Glenn's life. That would have been interesting, too. I also liked the development of her character and how much confidence she had. Yeah, like she,
0: she steadied herself, she took aim, she took the shot. Yeah, and it shows that she's no amateur either. I mean, she's good at this stuff, right? Um,
1: he would like to call some bullshit to the tune of two bullets. Fuck the disease, they need to sort out the woodworm. I call bullshit on Maggie's axe handle and those fence posts snapping. Sliding way under pressure, sure, but they all snapped in the middle. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're 100% on you there. Yep. Uh, the governor, I think bringing him back this early is a mistake unless he's only back for a couple of episodes with an epic, but fairly quick conclusion to his arc. I don't want him to vanish now for weeks. He is back. Keep him back. Just wrap it up quickly. If he stays, uh, if he stays off screen for weeks it's just going to make us wonder if every event, which is bad for the prison is because of the governor. Mm. Wrap it up by mid season, please. Yeah, I hope so. I hope that doesn't linger. Uh, our uh, fan Corey from Georgia says, This email is about two things you took issue with, one of which I have an issue with you taking issue with. Rick's shooting technique. Rick looks through the sights and brings down the gun to look at the horde, and then brings the gun back up and looks through the sights. This is because sights limit your view, and when it is dark, it limits your view even more. I, Yeah, fair point.
0: I suppose. I don't, I don't know. Um, I think he also wants to check that he's not staring down the sights while a zombie is coming up from the side to chomp him. And that's exactly
1: what, what she said. You said if, yeah. if Rick were to shoot using his sights, he might miss a crawler coming to take a chunk out of his leg. Or mm-hmm.
0: a walker make it dangerously close just outside his sight view. Now, explain to me this. But when I'm shooting... Why does he go from standing to one knee to standing again? Right.
1: <laughs> and other, if you're properly using your sight slash scope, you're not supposed to close the other eye. So it's not like you're uh-huh. fucking blind and you have a pretty decent situational awareness. So... I was not bo- bothered by it as much as Jim was. I also, I think the, I think it was clearly he was told to look like a badass, and that yeah. was his version of it. Note, yeah. he's from England, where guns are banned. So, <laughs> uh, as for the wood in Georgia, what can I say? We just can't keep it hard. <laughs> uh <laughs> Wow, um, man, that's a female fan saying that too. Yeah, yeah. Men in Georgia need to step the fuck up. We have Viagra. We have. Lavitra there is there we have the technology we can <laughs> we give can. you a 6 million dollar boner courtesy of <laughs> Pfizer get that shit and get it, get it, take care take care of business y'all do it and brush uh, your teeth from <laughs> with your rock hard boners. <laughs> oh, uh, anonymous from new york city says do woodbury commons people still not know how to kill a walker why did maggie try to use an axe to open up the rest of the, and open up the rest of the prison to disease also, no one on any blogs or podcasts has talked about the fact that the Hippie Girl from Season 404 had her leg clean chopped off by someone. There is a visible trail of blood and grass where she had been dragged from where she would gotten tomatoes to where her leg was. And then they saw the walkers eating her body across the street. I believe Rick saw it, too, as he was in detective mode. I think you, I think you activate that with uh, by holding the, L, or the, the L2 the L button. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you see everything. Everybody's got skeletons sure. and shit. It's pretty you cool. You can hear people walking. Walkers don't drag bodies Rick knows that and he saw it all at the scene I predict Carol will meet the governor she will not know who he is um I thought I thought we mentioned the fact that some people had said that that looked like too clean of a leg cut we
0: did um, um what I, is- I think I just dismissed it though i'm I don't think it was meant to be that this guy murdered her and dragged her over there and the zombies ate her I think I, it was just meant that the zombies got her and this was a gore shot.
1: Yeah. took her leg clean off. She then desperately tried to drag herself away from the zombies before they caught up to her and, and, uh, and, and took her down. That seems unlikely as I say it. Um, but I actually yeah. looked, um, and I didn't think the in looked that surgically re- cut. Um, you could definitely see some gristle and some, some rough cuts at the top of it. It might be kind of like the so-called pristine bullet that killed Kennedy, Mm-hmm. Where it only looks that way from a certain angle, and then you rotate it, and you can see it,
0: it's quite a bit. It's really fucked up. Yeah, um, the thing that gets me is where is the bone? Like, shouldn't there be a bone sticking out of that? Maybe it went with her. Maybe right. the bone came out lower yeah, out of the she's leg got and a peg leg down there. Yeah, maybe I don't know.
1: Um, anything else? What about the Carol meeting the governor? What about Carol meeting the governor? Would she recognize him? How would she? Why would
0: she? Oh, if Carol were out there meeting the governor. I don't think she would. Do you think he would. could st- start his Andrea bullshit on her? Oh, God. He's going to bust out the whiskey. They're going to start banging. <laughs> and ice cubes. Bitches love oh, ice yeah. cubes. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, uh...
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, if you've listened to my spoiler take, you know my thoughts on that. If not, I'll probably repeat them this week. So, um I haven't had a lot of megawatt spoilers this season. It's been mostly some comic book talk, some speculation based on some stuff we picked up from interviews at the ZombieCon, some other stuff. So if you're just a comic book fan, you're probably safe in the spoilers this season. Um, others stay out. Uh, Christopher P says best episode of the season. Are you watching the same show? You fucking idiots. I say that I like to I like to All spice right. it up a bit. <laughs> I like to inject some emotional sriracha into the emails occasionally. Sure, people are dying, and Herschel is too worried about morale to allow Glenn to put a knife in someone's skull. We've seen time and time again that they don't know how fast these people, uh, dead people, turn. So it's worth the risk of getting bit while getting the bastard on a stretcher to take a secluded, take him to a secluded knifing room. That is a debatable point. Sure, morale is important. Well, as Steinbeck th- reminded us in The Grapes of Wrath, but I don't I that's that's a tough one. As a guy who writes survival guides, Herschel might get dinged. I
0: don't know. Yeah, uh, he probably should get dinged. I just think in Herschel's mind it is not uh an option to kill them in front of people. Yeah. Um yep. And, and his will is overriding Glenn's desire to kill this guy immediately. Right. And and Hershel And as the father of his i guess wife i or would be wife if this was Slampies. an apocalypse <laughs> i think she's a little more than that now <laughs> uh as her father i think he needs to respect you know what he says
1: yeah so. and clearly glenn has a lot of respect for the man yeah he's a badass uh he continues christopher does lizzie in her non locked cell is over there saying mr herschel what are those loud shotgun blasts i heard when you went around the corner over there you didn't hurt those poor little zombies did you Give me a break. Then are coaxing another one down the damn balcony. Oh my god. Then the fence broke, and Carl Jr. and Rick are able. To t- <laughs> Carl Jr. Yep. Uh, are able to take them out out with a couple of guns. Why the fuck didn't they do this in the first place? If this easy and save the fence. All right, let's debate that. Uh, you got a piss pot full of zombies on one side of the fence trying to get in. You got a piss pot full of guns on the other. When do you drop the sharpened cane and start using the guns? Um, What's the danger of doing that? Let's well, get the obvious out of the way first.
0: You don't need to waste ammo until they come through the fence, and, right? And? What about gunfire? It will draw more walkers, probably. And we've got a... We,
1: I mean, obviously we already this have is, a board, This is information that they weren't privy to, but they, they know the concept of herds, and you've got this problem that you've kind of got a grip on. What happens if you add 2,000 more?
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously, gunfire is going to draw them in. Now, they end up doing that anyway, but yeah. it was kind of like a last
1: resort situation. Oh,
0: yeah, they had to at that point. They were busting down every fence.
1: But it's one of those things where it's kind of like Monday morning quarterback. I mean, it worked for him, but it easily could have not, and there's a debate to be had either way. Something probably might get discussed on the survival guide. Uh, but the real reason this can't be your favorite episode of the season is because of what happened at the end. The motherfucking governor is back? Let me explain just a little bit more on this. Aaron was all pissed off last week because he didn't like the possible direction the show is going to be taking. Yet this week, the show tells us pretty much that the next three episodes or so is going to be about the governor, and that doesn't piss you off. Add it up. Will it be about zombies on the fence? Nope, taken care of. Will there be a show about the blood flu? Nope, they got the meds for that. Hmm. Will it be about the governor somehow? Probably. Didn't we watch a whole damn season with this shitbag? You're absolutely right. And you I You complained did, about that in the I instant did cast. I fucking hate that part. yeah. I believe I put my head to my hands like this and like, (laughs) why did they fuck this episode up with that bullshit?
0: Uh I am not excited about the governor. I am really not excited about it. I'm not super excited about it, but the way that they've handled the rest of the season, I'm willing to give them some benefit of the doubt.
1: They're four out of five the way I see it. So come back on the mid-season finale because if the governor gets away uh, after a three-episode arc of him... I am not going to be happy. I'm really not going to be happy. But if, let's say, we don't see him and he's teased again at the end of the season, or at the end of the midseason finale, setting up for a confrontation for the second half, I won't be super happy, but that probably won't influence how I feel about this half of the season. Hmm. So I feel like there's two ways they could go. A three-episode balls-out Governor arc and take care of the bastard or have him continue to skulk around the edges and have him a cameo here and there, maybe a cold open showing what he's been up to for one of the season. And then we go away from him and then we set him up for the second half of the season. Anything else? I'm having a hard time not seeing me spitting blood.
0: Yeah. Crying about it. Yeah. I mean, if he survives this half season, I'm going to be really annoyed after we've fucking around with him for three more episodes.
1: Yeah, that's if he just survives and we haven't really dealt with him. I'm okay. I mean, we got to deal with him eventually. Right. True.
0: Yeah. So maybe they just show him at the end and that's it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They're going to drop him and what other plots are they going to go with? I don't know. I'm, I'm eager to see because I again, if we go through another three episodes of this guy and nothing comes of it. Uh, anyway, um, Tom for Detroit says, while I agree with you both that I'd rather have not seen the governor come back so soon. My impression is that he's near the prison this whole time. I think he's been the one feeding rats to the walkers at the fence. This was mentioned during talking dead and discounted because the person feeding was inside the fence. We've seen before the group left holes in the fence that humans could open, but walkers could not. It's obvious that the governor could or would take advantage of that. We discussed this. I think that that is a strong possibility. Mm -hmm. Um, Jonathan M. says, Prediction, I'm still holding on the hope that Carol did not actually kill the quarantine couple and she simply covered for the psycho little girl. What? I, uh, that seems like she, I, I thought that...
0: Justification?
1: Oh, I guess I should continue reading the man's email, right? Yeah, yeah. We still don't know who's feeding rats through the gate, much less why is there a connection with the rat feeding and the meaningless killings. All right, so let's take this. Oh, that's the end. Okay. <laughs> to me, the Lizzie... The Lizzie killing the people theory died when Carol took the banishment. Because if she was trying to protect Lizzie, she would, I mean, what's the point? She's being
0: exiled. How's that protecting Lizzie? Especially if she thinks this yeah. group has kind of gone soft. So I was talking with a guy on Twitter about this um, who, who said that the scene where we actually saw Carol kill them was just Rick kind of piecing everything together and his <laughs> mental image of what happened. Certainly, a point that can be debated. I I, got I think the that same can impression. be. Yeah. Uh, I took it to mean Carol absolutely killed these people, and they were putting that to rest. But I guess you could take it the other way. But yeah, you're right. When she accepts banishment without a word uh, for those actions, I think that's her tell. I think that's them telling the audience, yeah, she did it. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. Because else, what's her motivation for taking that rap? To really just protect Lizzie, but how is
1: that even protecting her? I don't know because now she's not there to look after. And also, she just seemed like like honestly, Carol seemed like very impressed with her own convictions and wanting to talk about it and like being kind of almost like, look, I I did the same shit that you would do. Yeah. So like that's not uh, to me that's not the actions of someone that's covering up. Yeah. Um, but I mean. I, like I said, I'd be surprised, but we'll see how they handle it. Uh, Farmer Rick. First, uh, this, is, this is not a new email. It's still Jonathan M. with a new a header, Farmer Rick. Uh, first episode of the season, he had fully traded survival by violence with survival through growth and nurturing to the extreme that he refused to kill the living dead girl who attempted to trap slash kill him. Why does it have to be one or the other? Since both are vitally important for survivor, survival. That said, I love the shot at the end of this episode that juxtaposed the firearm in the background. With Rick opening and sampling the bean pod in the foreground, it showed both forms of survival is important and can be balanced. And I think that's the point. We saw this full synthesis of farmer warrior Rick. He's become Cincinnatus. Yeah, you can't just be a farmer. You can be a farmer. can't just be a farmer. He continues, Video game bodies. With the exception to clean up the exterminator horde at the end of the episode, there's been a frustrating lack of zombie bodies after they're poked at the fence. In reality, a wall of bodies would be forming... With everyone that's taken down, instead, they seem to disappear like they're in a video game. A wall of bodies may force the mob to approach a defense at different points, perhaps helping the group. Or, even cooler, they could build up so they could scramble over them, and then pile over the wall. Uh, World War, World Z, War style. Z
0: style. Ugh. Um, uh, did yeah, you see no that movie, that, by the way? No, I didn't see oh, that no. movie. Uh, I didn't really care to see that movie. <laughs> I heard it was bad. Um, so, th- that's a fair point, right? I mean, Especially because we know Maggie is the only person out there with that sticker. So she's sticking a whole bunch. She can't also be going out there, dragging them in, yeah, burning pres- the bodies.
1: Presumably when they had this going as a unit that after they stuck all the zombies, they go out there at the flatbed truck, load them all up, and yeah. haul them somewhere.
0: Yeah, and then burn them or whatever. But but not Maggie by
1: herself. She can't do that. No, there should have been yeah a, a pretty sizable clump there, you'd
0: think. Yeah, you'd think so.
1: Uh, general lack of military strategy. It seems that there should be a clear use of strategy overall. It's terribly frustrating that the group does not consciously plan to bottleneck large groups of non-thinking zombies to easily take them out one at a time. This episode proved a rare exception as the zombies were easily taken down as they passed through the bottleneck of the fence and brick building. All along those lines, I agree with you that all easy prey should be exterminated as a whole. The group should be more ninja-like moving with minimal sound at all times, communicating quietly or with hand motions while in the field and fully clearing, securing any new spaces SWAT style upon entry before dropping their guard. Amen, man. Yeah. Amen, Jonathan. They if, got
0: Shane's gun training. Now they need Michonne's knife training. And, like, I, I think that
1: if you get out in the yard, I, I don't know why they don't have, like, tarps covering every bit of that fence. So they, <laughs> the line of sight them. is blocked. And mm-hmm. there should be, you, when you're out in the yard, you should, be, you should shut the fuck up. Do your business and get back yeah. inside. You shouldn't have a bunch of kids heckling zombies.
0: <laughs> you should have to smear yourself with zombie guts to go out in the yard. <laughs> uh, and then you're fucked if it rains. So, Oh, true.
1: Yeah, but it sound like you would really enjoy my survival guides. I hope, I hope you're uh, giving them a, a, a shot there, Jonathan. Um, last email before we get to spoilers. Jessica C says, particularly enjoying Aaron's survival guides. Uh, and last week's skit was hilarious. Well, thank you. We worked hard on it. Yeah, we did. Did anyone else notice that Rick grabbed the automatic rifles and clips from two large uncovered bins just sitting out in the prison yard? They're even labeled rifles and ammo, so it appears that this group's official weapons storage area. Now, Georgia summers may be hot, but they're definitely not dry. Why the hell are these valuable commodities just sitting out in the weather? Arg. Perhaps this could be addressed in this week's survival guide. Perhaps, Jessica. Perhaps. Um, They should at least, like, cover the barrels and condoms, like... Saving Private Ryan style, right? Saving Private Ryan. what did
0: they do in that? Yeah,
1: that's what they did. They like, I guess this was official army practice. They uh, wanted the guys to cover the barrels of their gun, and the government issued condoms to keep the. Oh,
0: the barrels of the barrels of the guns, of not the barrels the guns are in. I was like, how is that going to stretch? I know that they'll One stretch. One fits but...
1: all, Jim, Jesus. I don't know about
0: you. All right, let's, uh, let's...
1: pack a 55-gallon drum?
0: Sorry, no. It's more <laughs> like a Pringles can. Uh, let's move on to uh, some outro stuff.
1: If you would like to send us email, we would love to hear it. Send it at watchingdead at baldmove.com. You can also join us for our weekly live threads on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash baldmove and Twitter at baldmove. It's the best way to keep on with what's going on here at the Empire. If you want to know about our live broadcast of our podcast we're doing right now, um, when we're doing that and, uh, all the other stuff that we're doing, we're doing, doing stuff. Everyone's doing
0: stuff on bald
1: move every damn day. There's tons something of stuff. New. We, if it's not us, it's, it's, it's our, uh, friends from the cause show or the personal arrogance or up here's downstairs. Check it all out at dot com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter.
0: Absolutely. Today. That's it. Uh, we're going to be back next week, obviously for another episode. Um, I don't know what else to say. I'm just going to take us out. Spoilers. Yeah. We'll see you there. That's right. We have spoilers to do. So if you guys are interested in getting spoiled, stick around after the music. And if not, uh, we'll see you next week. Until then, I'm Jim. I may run.
1: with the spoiler section uh t- dylan s kicks off says i was listening to one of your season three podcasts earlier today i miss super drunk aaron i miss super drunk aaron <laughs> too this bastard needs to get some booze in this joint the fuck man I, i'm drinking water tonight the hell i
0: th- It's not I, a good casting i haven't been drinking lately don't worry that'll change this weekend i'm gonna <laughs> go. stock back up on booze my booze it up i i got 20 on it if that's what it takes 20 20 all right I'm buying some cheap ass whiskey <laughs> some whistle pig
1: Uh, a listener wrote in and said, if Daryl gets killed at the gate, instead of Tyrese, uh, you got, um, wait a second. What she's, this is, this is edited poorly by me. A listener wrote in and said that what if Daryl gets killed at the gate instead of Tyrese, you guys didn't give it much thought though. And said there was no evidence, but now if after Rick tells him that Daryl tells Daryl that he left Carol, he goes out to look for her, but runs into the governor if he's with Michonne, it could play out the same way as the comics. But if he's alone, I keep playing out the scene in my mind. Oh, shit. That's bullshit.
0: Oh. They're going to get killed by no
1: governor. Oh, shit, though. <laughs> but he's right. This <laughs> yeah. would be no, very that's... much like the, how the comic plays out. Except for instead of yeah, Michonne man. and Tyrese, it's Carol
0: and Daryl. Fuck. But Michonne and Herschel are on their way out, too. So who's going to get... Somebody's going to get... Well, oh. Somebody's going to get the head... The, and you're the right, full head it, treatment.
1: It, man, what if it is Herschel that gets beheaded? Because how, what the hell is the governor going to behead with if he doesn't have a sword?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got to get Miss Michonne's sword. So he's probably got to kill her or take it and then no, behead no, Herschel. No, you can't, kill Mich- you can't kill Michonne and another person. You can't? No, I mean,
1: I guess you could, but that could. would be... Yeah. That'd be burning money. That'd be like lighting cigars, a hundred dollar bills. Yeah, you especially can do, those two you characters. You can do it, yeah. but you're fucking stupid if you do. Especially yeah. since that would be like a person making minimum wage doing that. These this show's not stocked full of interesting, awesome characters.
0: That's true. And we those finally two got a nice, interesting, and awesome. We
1: finally got a nice group. Don't kill them both off. One's fine. One's plenty. Yeah, well, they shouldn't have put them in the same car. goddammit. He wants a he wants a, a paint us this the scene. Um, Daryl's on his knees, the governor behind him saying he won't kill him if they open gates. Daryl screaming not to open it and struggling. After contemplating, Rick says he won't. The governor calmly issues, raises Daryl's crossbow and bolt to the brain as the the credits roll or cut to black. So he's saying instead of the sword, he gets a little crossbow bolt action. Crossbow to the head, huh? That would be another inversion of an iconic character weapon. Sure, yeah, hmm.
0: absolutely I could see that happening
1: You know, I've been talking a lot of big shit about not caring not not, not not caring of Daryl But saying that I would be okay with it Yeah I'd never <laughs> imagine that at the hands of the governor uh-huh. Because you're right, that would be some Bullshit <laughs> If the governor killed Daryl It totally would, yeah That is not cool Uh, But I
0: feel like it could happen
1: like That'd be like that happen. fat sack of shit killed Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando, Benedict, <laughs> Mister <laughs> Fishnet Tank Top Wearing.
0: That just can't uh, happen, man. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. So um, it might actually be interesting if I. They, the, this goes so far away from the comics. I don't think they'll do it. But if like Daryl did go after Carol, um, and she like they he found her and they got separated from the group because of that giant herd somehow. Uh, They had to leave the prison, Daryl and Carol weren't back yet, uh, and we could have like a mini-arc with them two on their own, because we need some development time with those two characters, right? I mean, they set that up at the beginning of this season. Okay. If they kill Daryl before they get, or Carol is like really banished and just never comes back, I feel like that doesn't pay off at all, hmm. and it needs to. It's a decent point. And then you could do the governor stuff with Michonne and Herschel. That's, that's strong, too. I think it might be interesting. I don't know. Okay. But, yeah, Michonne, uh, Michonne and Herschel are in danger, I think. I don't like it. I don't like it. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, what did you... I was all I was all set up
1: for Carol to be... That he was going to come back with Carol and be like, open the gates or she gets it. Yeah, and yeah. And she gets it. And I'm like, that would suck because I really like Carol, but, oh, wow, I really wasn't prepared for... I
0: don't know. Now, that could still happen, too.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and honestly, every everyone short of Lizzie dying is going to be somewhat painful because I really like all these characters. Sure. Um, Ashley M said, based on previews for the next episode in two weeks, it looks like we're going to get some backstory into where the governor's been these past six months and what he's been up to.
0: Okay. assembling an
1: army, skulking, both setting Woodbury on
0: fire. Mm -hmm. I'm not, we didn't talk
1: about, did you watch the previews for next week?
0: Uh, I I watched them at the end of the episode briefly. Yeah, that without really him paying
1: attention. Glowering at the camera while the woodbury burns behind them seemed so cheesy to me. I didn't see anything in in this and yeah. that to get, really get me pumped up for the arc.
0: I don't know. It might depend on how they lead into it, but yeah, uh, that could get cheesy. Um. Anyway, she said, with that said,
1: given that the next title is called Live Bait, I have a prediction for one or two possible outcomes of the episode that could both tie in nicely with Carol's exile. Upon sharing with Tyrese that Rick has exiled Carol, Tyrese will likely become enraged at not getting the opportunity for justice he envisioned. And go out for looking for her. In doing so, he gets snagged by the governor. Remember, the governor knows him from Tyrese's brief interlude at Woodbury. And the governor uses him as live bait to uh, bargain for a trade between Michonne and Tyrese. So the governor can finally get his revenge upon her. If the writers follow the comic here, we will see Rick not caving. And subsequently, the governor beheading Tyrese in front of the prison dwellers. Jim, what do you think? Could
0: happen. Could definitely happen. It seems like any character... (laughs) is subject to the governor's wrath at this point. Certainly. I just feel like we haven't had enough time. Ty- I mean,
1: Tyrese was a main line character from like yeah. issue seven or something.
0: Yeah. Good point.
1: So it's like, you know, he had a nice 30 episode run and some badass credentials and kind of fan favorite. I don't know that it would have that much. It would have an impact on me. Cause I'm, uh, I'm a big Cuddy from the wire fan. Chad Coleman's my dad. Sure. Um, my adoptive father, but, I don't know that the audience at large really connects with him at that spo- at this point. So I'm hoping that they use that same gut punch impact, but actually substitute a character that would do it. And god damn it, it's Daryl. That'd be the same gut punch.
0: God. And fucking that'd be a, knows. It I think too. that'd be a bigger gut punch, honestly, to this audience because they love Daryl. I love Daryl. Like everyone I don't,
1: loves Daryl. Yeah, th-
0: that would be the biggest gut punch. I think.
1: It's the ballsy move. Yeah. Um, B. Uh, uh, so point B, uh, upon sharing with Daryl that Rick is exiled Carol, Daryl will likely be redneck pissed at losing someone who's been his emotional crutch in season two and will go out looking for her. That's what he does in doing. So he gets snagged by the governor. This is basically plays out like, uh, Daryl's point. Um, this would make for a nice change from the comic. I think because the writers have been placing little nuggets of bonding between Michonne and Daryl. Up to this point, it would be an incredibly moving scene to have Michonne witnesses beheading at the governor's hand. Obviously, everyone at the prison would be upset, including all North American audience of The Walking Dead. But Michonne's reaction would be stirring more than others, I think. Um, again, that's so strong, I don't like it. Uh <laughs> Which probably means it's a strong, strong play. For You're going to have writers. to deal with one of these characters getting it. I know, and at I the feel, hands of the governor, I feel chagrin that I talk so much Cavalier shit at the con about like I, oh, you know, I could Daryl, whatever. I mean, yeah, for sure, it's coming. Everybody, everybody, yeah, except yeah, for like Rick yeah. and Carl are going to die probably within the next three seasons. So it's just yeah. kind of mind blowing when you think about it, but I don't like to think about it. So yeah, all right, well, don't. Uh, Cody, do you think it's possible the writers may take off Rick's hand? I know Kirkman has said he regretted the decision to comics, but I can't, but notice the many lingering shots on Rick's bandaged hand. It may be nothing, but let me
0: know what you guys think. What do you think? So I think the shots, this episode were really him, you know, rolling over one more time, this decision to banish Carol, mm-hmm. like, okay, this hand is the symbol of what happened to Tyrese's, uh, girlfriend or whatever. Um, and that's, that's what that shot was for. But yeah, they are kind of looking at it a lot. I think
1: it's a little bit of sly fan service to the comic fans. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Very prominent, his right-hand bandage. He's having to use his southpaw and the guns and stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like a little bit of that flavor. But why would Kirkman do that again if he said it's the biggest mistake he's ever made? So I I think it's just a a little bit of inside for us comic spoiler hounds that we're like, ah, I see what you're going there. I see what you're doing there. Uh, Second, do you think Carol could take the place of Tyrese to the governor when it comes to the chopping block? Absolutely. I called that last week. I think that uh, Daryl and Ashley, or not Daryl, Dylan and Ashley both have potentially stronger takes on it that I did not see coming. Okay, hit me. No, I, we just did it. Oh, Daryl. that was who those were. Okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, or you actually, Herschel and Michonne would be another. I don't know who, which of those three would be worse?
0: No. Obviously Carol's after at the After this bottom. episode, I really like
1: Herschel a lot. So Herschel getting beheaded after this heroics of the prison. <laughs> Damn it. Being called a tough sum bitch by, by Daryl yeah. would be more painful than Daryl
0: dying? No. No. Wow. I was actually about to say that's, I don't know. No. No, because I want to see more of Daryl's story, and Walking I feel like Dead, I know most of Herschel's story. Right? Honestly,
1: either three of those options would really impress the hell out of me yeah. If, yeah. if Walking Dead followed through and did it right. Get the right director, the right performances from everybody. Yeah, That'd be a hell of a finale. Um, <clears throat> or even a kickoff to a three-episode arc with the governor that I might get excited about. Jack. Um, episode nine is being hyped up a lot by the producers and cast. We talked about this last week. Yeah. Um, being hyped up just not as a Carl centric episode. Um, yet the little badass is finally getting an episode dedicated to him as a Carl fan myself. This is very exciting to hear. So I decided to do some digging to see if I can find out anything on, uh, on what the plot of the episode might be. After some digging. I found some interesting stuff. Interview from Robert Kirkman. Which episodes are you writing this season? I've written episode three. I'm also writing episode nine. Episode nine will probably be the episodes that's closest to a direct adaptation from a comic book aside from the premiere episode. Hmm. I'm not sure if you guys have read the comic and if you have how far along you are, but this to me screams the arc of where Rick and Car- Carl are in the road alone on the road alone in a cabin after the fall of the prison. Again, I, I mentioned this last week too. Um, but this Kirkman interview is right on as well. Kirkman says it's probably the closest to a direct adaptation of a comic. This combined with the hyping being a Carl standout episode, episode eight, the mid season finale is being highly speculated to the point of confirmation that the prison will fall for several reasons slash spoilers. No other cast besides Lincoln Riggs and Guerrera are being seen on set during the filming process of episode nine. This all leads me to believe that this is Rick Carl cabin arc. Besides, if it's indeed almost one, the one at the comic, then all will it has to be that arc, doesn't it? What else could be it be considering it supposedly takes place right after the fall of the prison? Carl's very prominent in said episode, and Michonne who finds him in the comic, is in the episode. So uh, hard that... hard to argue. And that's what my call was after hearing yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew Lincoln very strongly hint about that
0: as well. Um so Michonne's in that episode? She comes in at the end. Like, then so, so... she's not killed by the governor this half season, obviously. Because that's the I don't first know, episode of Next. No
1: one speculated she's killed, right? I thought it was Carol, Daryl, and Herschel.
0: Okay. Yeah, like, Michelle right. doesn't.
1: No, I mean, she doesn't get killed in the comic. I would not not be on my radar now. Yeah. Here's this. Of course, this is all rumor speculation. I haven't seen something, anything concrete. But the and that would be, that's going to be awesome, because that's like probably my favorite single issue from this, the series. And I, I'm a big fan of the... Carl Rick dynamic and that would really really be awesome to watch. I think yeah, that would absolutely. bring that would bring if if they can not fuck up this governor arc and the fall of the prison, mm-hmm. and they open up the mid season with that, walk that's really going to be a game changer for the Walking Dead.
0: Yeah, and you know I actually like um because Carl then, and Michonne's relationship a lot too.
1: Yeah, and and then they can go on the road and do the hunter arc which mm-hmm. would be fucking awesome. They can get Abraham and uh, Rosa Rosalita in there, uh, Eugene and he set up season five to be about oh, fuck. I can't remember the next place. They end up uh, Alexandria. So yeah, that would be super exciting. Um, I am uh, very glad you sent us that email there, Jack. Uh, Tyler M says, in light of what happened this week's episode where we see Michonne and Herschel head outside the fence and then uh, then to see the governor before the end of the show, do you think it's possible for us to see Herschel now take the place of Tyrese in a famous scene from the comics? Uh, We talked about that, and that's – I think you've made that call. That's really a strong possibility. Um, Don't like it, but (laughs) it's a strong possibility. Uh, Varys from Unix, England says, in a recent interview, Norman Rita said that this season of Walking Dead – will have a Red Wedding episode a la Game of Thrones. I think Walking Dead is going for that shock factor. Reedus went on to say that a million people have tried to guess what will happen, but not a single person has guessed right, so that means that the show will not follow the comics. What do you think will be the Red Wedding for the Walking Dead? Uh, mm. Fucking beheading or putting a crossbow in Daryl's head would be it. I bet people have guessed that. It would be Panda-fucking-monium. I don't know. I haven't Up until this week, I have not heard a lot of people get on that speculation about it.
0: Oh, you mean specifically crossbow to Daryl. No, I'm saying Daryl dying at the governor's hands. That would be a pisser. Really? You don't think anybody has speculated
1: that? Well, and then going further, uh, what if Judith and Beth die
0: as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's
1: the thing. Tyrese is just a fucking opening salvo of (laughs) the carnage that happened in the comic I mean, Carl's killing
0: kids, Beth and Judith. Well, Lori and Judith get it. yeah, Yeah,
1: I mean... Um pretty pretty rough stuff. So
0: Yeah. Um it that though whew, that, that could be, be it. brutal. Yeah. I mean, kill a baby and a seventeen year old girl, seventeen or eighteen year old girl. That'd be a uh yeah, wedding style, right? I, I right say, after a beheading,
1: that'd be awesome. <laughs> I wanna say in the prison arc, it's Carl, Rick, Michonne, Glenn, and Maggie, and that's it that makes it out. Wow. Wow. So that would qualify. Huh. Yeah. Because that's the thing where we're trying to think of like who's, what's the, what's the opening, the hors d'oeuvre here, the, the appetizer. But are we prepared to lose half the cast at the mid-season point? No, I'm not prepared yet. That would be pretty, f- that, I'm telling you what, this show could really really change get a lot of people noticing it in a, in a good way if they go through with that
0: yeah the trouble is they have to then follow it up with do you th- equally spectacular episodes not not necessarily by killing people but just what can they do with the characters who are left can they do enough with those characters
1: and do you think that the fans that they've got the fan base they have now would put up with this um, I mean, obviously, Man, our type... I don't know. Who, of the 50 million people, are there more fans kind of like us, or are there more fans that just kind of want entertaining zombie escapism? Because if they start bringing those people uh, down, are they going to keep watching it? Are they going to be hooked? Like, oh my god factor? I don't know. Maybe. I,
0: I don't know. It's all if, fun if a show games, has enough of an edge, they might... Like it for that. It's all fun and games,
1: and Dale, Andrew, and Laurie are getting bit. But when yeah. it starts coming to the people we really, really identify with and have cared about for a long time, it's going to be painful. And that's The Walking yeah. Dead at his best.
0: Yep. Um, Maybe they can bring Morgan back. He can do some more spectacular <laughs> acting. Um, I could I could get down with that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jessica C says, with the reappearance of the governor at the end of the episode, I believe the midseason f- finally will be with the Grimes gang fleeing the prison as in the comics. With Beth and baby Judith being shot on the way out, this will be followed by a sequence with which Rick is deathly ill and Carl left to fend for himself. Okay. Boom. We had a lot of takes saying a lot of the same things, but they all had some variations. And honestly, I'm shitting my pants. Um, <laughs> it's I'm gonna su- be big, whatever. After it is. this spoiler segment, I'm super. I'm actually probably in a bad way. It'll come back and bite me in my grumpy ass. Excited. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, and scared, which is where you want to be in the show.
0: It is. Yeah. I- for sure. I don't want anyone to ever be totally safe, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of this show, is the danger is lurking everywhere. Right on. Uh, and it bites you in the ass, literally. What else we got to talk about, it? man?
1: That's all the spoiler emails? Uh, that is all the spoiler emails. Okay. There's one um, There's one that's, if true, is a little bit high-octane, and I almost didn't want to read it. Okay. Um, because it's completely unfounded, and I haven't seen like the sources backing up. But you might want to turn it off now if you don't want any kind of hint or any kind of confirmation. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm giving you one final warning. Uh, Dylan S. followed up and said that there's a rumor going around that Daryl's going to die in the seventh episode. Not like a few people talking about it, but a lot of people and a lot of different sources on the Internet message boards are chattering about it. That timing would fit. So next week is the lead up. You could see the seventh episode where Daryl gets executed outside the gates. The eighth episode is all out war. (laughs) Um, And then the finale is Judith and Beth getting killed and Rick and Carl retreating. With Rick badly injured.
0: Um, Man, mm. I just. Wow. Yeah, you could see it. I mean, that timeline seems to make sense. And then with that herd pressing in. It's going to be chaos at the end of this half season, right? Yes, it will. Yes, it will. God, I can't wait to see it. I really can't wait. If they do it right, this is going to be If they do
1: it right, will we be eating our words about... Not wanting to see the governor? Hell yes, we will. Well, let me flip it around. Why didn't they do this? The second half of last season was a shit show. They should have. I don't know why they didn't do it. this was this? Yes. 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 You would have preemptively shut it up by making an awesome goddamn show. Yep. Yep, I do so I'm still not gonna take any of my criticisms, it's valid. But yeah. get, I got a hand. It. If 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 this is how Gimple had the thing architected for this half season, hats off, man. You have got you have you have won me over as a non ironic fan. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: I I I hope it's gonna happen that way and I can't wait to see it. The
1: show it, is so. still gonna drive me nuts on occasion, just like the mm-hmm. comic book does, but I mean everything that if this goes down like this, everything we've said we want to see out of The Walking Dead is going to finally come true. And I hope the yeah. directors and the the actors are, are up for it, man. Yeah, me too. All right. I think that's it. My that's voice it. is about to give out. And I still got a <laughs> couple right. takes of Rick Grimes to do. We got a shitload of editing. Yep. We'll see you people next week, right?
0: Absolutely. See you guys then. All right. bye. It's not, you know how many I'd, people? I'd personal
1: messaged me and told me they can't make pancakes. What? I was shocked and dismayed. I do, do, can I have like five minutes to do a cooking fucking class? Now I can. Yeah, like I can solve the world's pancake
0: problems. It's not that goddamn hard. We just lost all our, our listeners. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, go for it, man. Teach these people how to make non-lumpy pancakes. Um, go to Aldi's and get their goddamn Bisquick mix. <laughs> Dollar ninety nine. You, you put
1: two cups of that in a bowl. God damn it! You put one egg. You put a a cup and a third of milk in there. You put two tablespoons of sugar in there. Stir it briskly. You put a teaspoon of vanilla in there. You get a whisk and you stir it until the until all the dry stuff is now wet. Until there can, are no lumps. It can actually no no. That's actually you you've mixed it too far. if There's no lumps because it get oh. tough. So I make a tough pancake. And then and and, and you put I your made him you, <laughs> I made them tough. You get a skillet and you put some non-stick spray on there and you know the skillet's ready to cook when you take a drop of water and you you, you flick it onto the surface and it sizzles and instantly disappears. It's ready for pancakes. You pour that shit on the, the skillet. When bubbles appear on the top of the pancake, you turn it over. You count the 10 and you put it on a plate and you eat it. That's a perfect pancake. If the pancake pancake is burnt, you turn the knob down, and good thing you got 10 more pancakes to make to practice it. And if you get through these 10 pancakes and the 10th (laughs) one isn't perfect, kill yourself (laughs) because you suck at life. Okay? (laughs) That's my fucking cooking show. God damn, they're pancakes, people
0: passionate about pancakes <laughs> i'm saying
1: two bucks at all these and some eggs and some milk and it's done